You tuned into Talking Business with Beverly, the show designed to provide entrepreneurs with clarity around their overall business through mind, body, and soul. Join our host, Beverly Walthour, as she explores the latest business trends to help you grow your business. Hello and welcome to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Wathauer. Thank you so much for joining us as we support you, the entrepreneur, in getting the clarity needed in order to create time and financial freedom in your business. And so we do this by not only addressing your business needs, but also your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial needs as well. And now join me in welcoming Latoya Early to the show. Hello, Latoya. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, hey. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited for this conversation. So, you guys, Latoya is a vision coach. And I have brought her on to, because she works specifically with coaches. And so I brought her on to talk about this whole niche thing, because as entrepreneurs, we hear this. And so uh, Latoya wants to talk about, uh, you talk to us about how to narrow our niche and grow our revenue. And so, so many times as entrepreneurs, we feel like if we narrow down who we serve, we end up losing money. But Latoya's like, no, ma'am. That is not how it works. She's going to show us how to actually grow our revenue as we actually narrow down our niche. So, Latoya, before we actually dive into the conversation, I love to play this game with my guests where I ask them three random questions. So, Latoya, Uh-oh. are you game? Are you game to play the game? <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know if I want to say yes or no to this. <laughs> oh, it's but too I late. Yes. dish to make. I love to make um, shrimp fried rice at home. Ooh, oh, I might have to get that recipe. So just hold on after this conversation. I might just be reaching out <laughs> for the recipe. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. And so when you were younger, what did you want to be when you grew up? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> um, actually, this is I know this sounds so cliche, but seriously, I've always wanted to be a business owner. Oh, wow, really? Oh, yes. actually, most of my people don't say that. <laughs> See, I know. There you go. Set up. See, there you go. Look, and then the last one. What is one movie that you can watch over and over and over again? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> hmm. I just watched this movie called Chef. And I mm-hmm. can probably watch it, watch it over and over again. Don't ask me like actors' names. I have the slightest idea. <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> like Chef. And... Uh-huh. Have you heard about it? I have not. I'm like Chef. Mm-hmm. I have heard it. <laughs> it's about a guy who got fired as a chef, and he went out and built his own dream. So wow. of course, it, I love it. Yes. Of course, entrepreneur. Come on. Okay, got you it. Know, got I it. I got the connection. <laughs> Well, Latoya, let's go ahead and dive on in here because I know my listeners are like, wait a minute, make more money. What, what, barefoot talking, and let's get into this. Okay. So, Latoya, kind of explain to us, you know, you said that you're a vision coach. Like, what is that? What is it that you do? So, I really help coaches find their message. I help Hmm. them narrow their niche and then create multiple streams of income through business growth and lifestyle transformation. Um, Okay. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let let me slow it down a little bit. People are like, wait a minute. Okay, say that again. So you help them find that message. Yes. Narrow their niche, 
mm-hmm. and create multiple streams of income. <laughs> oh, I did not say this was going to be good. I told you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. And so how in the world did you get started with this? So I've been so conditioned to hearing people, and I'm sure we all have, hearing people be Jack and Jill's of all trades, right? Mm -hmm. Um, They do hair, they bake cakes, they are in real estate, like they're doing a hundred things. And so I strongly believe that when you are able to really fine-tune and find the problem that you solve, you can create multiple streams of income from that one solution. You just have to sit down and figure it out. So from these jumping, I've been in business, um, I've been an entrepreneur since 2008, and I've jumped across the board. Listen, Bev, I don't know how much time you have, (laughs) but I've done everything, okay? And so with that, um, it just showed me that that's not the way to wealth. That's not the way to freedom. And so that's really how I ended up here. Hmm. Okay, because Latoya, I, the first question that popped in my head, well, Latoya, I'm multi-passionate. So what you mean I can't do hair and crochet and I can't do other things? Listen, huh. listen, listen. <laughs> so this is what makes women so amazing. No shade to my men. I love y'all too. No shade. But we're multi-faceted. We can do, mm-hmm. listen, give me a break and I can build you more than just a house, right? Yes. But God has given us a specific assignment. And so mm. he wants us to use, that, use all of those intricate details about how amazing we are and focus on one area. Mm. Mm. Okay, Latoya, you're making some people mad because, like I said, girl, look here. I, I can make a mean potato salad, say that on the weekend, <laughs> and I can go get your hair done. And, girl, you know what? I can do a website, too. Okay, Latoya, you just tell me to sit down and just choose one of them. Is that what you're saying to me? That's exactly what I'm saying. Please and thank you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. So, look here. I love it. She said it, not me. Okay, Latoya. And so, for you, what is the mission of your business? I'm sorry. Say it one more time. What is the mission of your business? The mission. Yes, yes. So, the mission for my business is to internationally help and cultivate the call of coaching um, through leadership, business, and lifestyle training. Mm, I love that. Say that again. Oh, my goodness. Say it again, Latoya. (laughs) Hilarious. So the mission is to internationally help cultivate cultivate the call of coaching through leadership, business, and lifestyle training. Mm, I love that. I love that. And so, um, you know, when it comes to this, we hear – you know, we hear this thing called niche and then or niche, depending upon where you're from, and then we hear mm-hmm. target market and we hear ideal client. Can you kind of explain all of those different terminologies? I can. So we use target market and target audience interchangeably so much in the industry, but those are two different areas. Um, mm-hmm. Your target market is a vast of people who can hear and learn from you, right? Because, uh-huh. again, we're amazing people. People can learn from us. So that's pretty much talking to everyone, I'll use that term. And then uh-huh. your target audience is a specific audience of people who's engaging with you. They're listening to you. Um, I like to use social media, so they're sharing your posts. They're, you know, in your, your corner cheering you on. That's your audience. Those are the people who are connected to your message. Um, mm-hmm. Your ideal client now is the person who's in that audience 
and they're like, this person has the solution to my problem. They're mm-hmm. the ones that will jump on a call with you. They'll pay your price without negotiating and trying to tell you all oh, how it's too much. They're willing <laughs> to do the work, and they are willing to close the deal. That's the wow. ideal client. Did y'all hear that? So everybody's not my ideal client, huh? Hmm. No, but wait, they're not. <laughs> wait, but wait, Latoya, wait, Latoya, look here. I have this book, and Latoya, everyone can read. Like if you eight, you can read, and if you eighty, you can read. So I, I'm confused on why that's not my ideal client. That's so good. <laughs> eight Right, right. So they can read, but they don't want to read your stuff. You need to know who your book is for. <laughs> Latoya okay. just said they don't want to read your stuff. Look here, y'all better get together. <laughs> you got to get it. That, listen, all kids did not. All kids were not raised on Dr. Seuss, right? Mm. And Dr. Seuss mm. is one of the most profound child books that there wow. are. But everyone didn't learn how to read using Dr. Seuss. So that's how I think about it. When you're creating your materials, your products, you have to say, who is this for? Be specific. Oh, so she just broke it all the way there. Look here. So those of you saying from 8 to 80, and if they can read it, none of that. (laughs) None of it. So I really, I want to dig into, you know, a little bit more about this idea of client, about your niche kind of thing. So why is it important? for me to narrow that down. Like, how does that impact my revenue? Wow. So, again, you made a, a very valid point um, in the beginning. You talked about how most people are afraid because it limits their reach. It limits their clientele. They feel like that they won't be able to reach as many people as they think. But what you have to realize is that, I use this analogy, the smaller the hole, the bigger the bucket. So while you may think that, you know, with you narrowing the problem that you solve, that you're limiting yourself, you're actually, you're, you're turning into the big fish into the small pond, right? So as mm. entrepreneurs, especially if you're a new entrepreneur, if you're a new coach, if you're just starting out, you feel like a small fish in a big pond. You're trying to figure it out, right? But the moment that you are super clear on the problem that you solve and whose problem that you solve, now you become a big fish in a small pond. Now you're able to be seen better. Now people know what they're coming to you for. Now people know exactly what you have to help them reach whatever goals or whatever they're needing in that moment. Okay. Did y'all hear what she said? Look, I think she broke that thing all the way down. And so for you, do you find it, you know, what are the reasons why you find for your clients that they are afraid to, to narrow them, you know, narrow down their niche? Because we're taught bigger is better. Um, we're taught everyone, you know. It's, hmm. And something that I've learned over the years that I've been doing that is that everyone has a purpose, right? Everyone, mm-hmm. everything, everyone has purpose. The problem comes in is when you think that your purpose is for everyone. Ooh. It's not. It's not wait a right. Oh, look, look, wait a minute, Latoya. What you're not gonna do is tell me I can't help everybody. <laughs> no, that's what you're not gonna do. I'm a Christian. Absolutely. I'm not supposed to help everybody. I'm a Christian, Latoya. What you trying to say? I I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I had to face the harsh reality myself. <laughs> and that, yes. but I. And I know I said that jokingly, but I, I I feel like that is a lot of it. Where sometimes people feel like I'm leaving someone behind, you know, and are not because we had their heart center. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's like, well, Latoya, you know, isn't that, you know, like I said, I'm leaving this person over here on the side. Doesn't that make me a bad person because I'm not helping this person over here? But you know what? You're actually doing more of a disservice because Ooh. now you are speaking, and, and I, I learned this from Coach Bear, um, you're speaking <laughs> out of a place of lack. So now oh. when you're giving someone something that you're not operating in the proper vein, you're trying to pull from somewhere that you're not an expert in. You're trying to pull because you're trying to pull oh. something, right? So you're doing this person a disservice because you're not even operating at your greatest potential because you're not in the proper vein. Right? So while you're thinking I'm missing out on people, now you have to change the way you're looking at that and saying, now I get to focus on the people that I'm called to serve. Now now. I love what you just said. And so, Latoya, what has been your experience when it has come to you actually trying to figure out your own niche? Girl, let me tell you. When I tell you, I have been coached. So I've been coaching for seven years. I've been an entrepreneur since 2008, however many years that is. That's 12 years. Um, I have been through so many different stages of my coaching business. It is mind-blowing, okay? Mm-hmm. I knew what God showed me. He told me what to do, but I was so afraid of limiting and narrowing my niche because mm-hmm. I thought that I would limit my reach. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I can't just talk to coaches. I have to talk to coaches and entrepreneurs because they all need me. And what it was doing is it was dumping my growth, and I couldn't figure out why. I'm like, why aren't I able to do this and reach the people? I know I know what I'm talking about. I know this is what God wants me to do. And he's like, are you ready or not? Are you going to listen and do what I tell you, or are you going to keep doing it your way? And I was like, okay, God, okay. Okay. You, you know when guys start speaking ebonics and sounding like us, Listen. he's trying to like, look at the door. I was trying to tell you. Oh, you can see him go. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I always encourage, especially my coaches and my entrepreneurs in general, don't mm-hmm. be afraid to keep going until you figure it out. That's what mm-hmm. makes the journey even much more rewarding when you finally get to a space in your business and you're like, oh, my gosh. This is what God wants me to do. It is the most rewarding thing in the world to wake up every single day and know the exact thing that God has called you to. So keep going. Even if you don't, you're not clear, you're still trying to figure it out, or if it changes as you grow, as your audience grows, you'll grow, and it's okay. Hmm. Well, just say that piece one more time, Latoya, because I don't think the people in the back heard you, so say it one more time. I'm just, hey, look, I'm just trying to encourage you. I know. I was the coach that changed, like, if you change this one more time, mm. but if you stay consistent, listen, I promise, stay consistent in it. Continue to ask God, seek him for it. The more that you grow, the more that your audience grows, things will shift, things will change, but you got to trust the process. Trust the process. Make the changes. And when you make the changes and find the vein that you're supposed to be operating in, it's, it'll change your life. And you heard it from her. And so, Latoya, when I tell you, I am absolutely enjoying this conversation. And we are going to continue it. We're going to continue it right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. Are you ready to become the extraordinary leader who fulfills God's plan and purpose for your life? 
At J.W. Smith, we offer a transformational virtual five-month Leading on Purpose coaching and development program. We can help you discover your purpose, turbocharge your influence, and enhance your leadership presence. To learn more, visit www.jwsmithassociates.com. That's www.jwsmithassociates.com. Rachel Christina's Christian coaching firm focuses on women who are looking to solidify their identity unlock their purpose, and unleash their authority as a kingdom ambassador. The Lifestyle Cleanse program focuses on identifying toxic behaviors and thought processes hindering your growth. The program will plant new seeds of truth and promise from the Word of God. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash I am Rachel. That's Calendly.com slash I am Rachel. Are you a woman who is ready to reclaim your she power so that you can become more bold, fierce, and free? Kimberly Brown, the Worth Specialist, can help you. My Power of Self program is designed to help individuals do just that. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. That's Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. Norma McClatchlin is a certified master coach and the CEO slash founder of Chosen Path Christian Coaching. The Free to Choose Forgiveness documentary has a call for forgiveness stories. If you have a story that will provide hope and freedom for those held in bondage of unforgiveness, we want to hear from you. Email your 10-minute high-quality video of you telling your story to firstladynorma at gmail.com. That's firstladynorma at gmail.com. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Walthour. And so right now, we are having an absolutely amazing conversation with Latoya Early. She's a vision coach, and part of what she does is help her clients narrow down their niche so that they can actually end up growing their revenue. And so, Latoya, before that break, you were kind of walking us through your journey when it came to you actually narrowing your niche. And so for you, what actually happened once you did that? Everything. Um, it just, everything just stood out. Um, something that I've noticed with people who have this, uh, where they're stuck in the place where they're not clear on their messaging, they're not clear on the problems that they're solving, is that they find times that they don't have anything to say, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, when we teach our entrepreneurs and our coaches, talk about your business, you know, talk about the message, talk about get on, share your content, and they're stuck. They're like, what do you want me to say? What mm-hmm. type of blogs do you want me to write? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what is mm-hmm. it I'm supposed mm-hmm. to, and that's where I was. I was in a place where I was stuck. I didn't know what to talk about. I didn't know what to share. And the moment that I decided to be specific in what I offered, then now content has been flowing like water. I can talk <laughs> about this topic with my eyes closed. Because mm-hmm. I've been talking about it the entire time. The problem was is I wasn't focusing on it the way that I was supposed to. So mm. it's not that your niche is something totally different. It's just that you're not giving yourself the, uh, the appropriate time to develop in that area, in that area of expertise. I think that's powerful what you just said. Those of you, if you're stuck, you know, with that word, stuck, I don't know what to say then that's yeah. usually an indicator that there's some lack of clarity around who it is you serve and how you serve those people. I love that, Latoya. And so for you, what usually go, and is that, oh, actually, that leads me to my next question. Is that usually why your clients come to you? Like, what's going on in their businesses where they're like, you know what, Latoya, I need some help, and I need help now. What's usually going on with them? That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're stuck. Mm-hmm. They're, they're stuck in their messaging. Um, 
once you start feeling like the coaching industry is saturated, is oversaturated, then you are stuck <laughs> because the coaching mm. industry is one of the most lucrative industries mm. where you can make the most money that you've ever made in your entire life. So mm. once you start feeling stuck, once you start feeling like you've hit a glass ceiling, you know, once you start feeling like you don't know how to articulate your message, um, you're having some uh, a difficult time with gaining consistency in your income, these are the, the indicators that it's time for me to do something different in my business. And so most times, more times than less, um, when I start working with coaches, these are the issues that they're having. They're in a place where they're like, you know what, I don't even know if I'm called to this. I don't even know mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm spinning my wheels. I don't want to do mm-hmm. this anymore. God made a mistake. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then we work oh, wow. together, and then God gives them a breath of fresh air. Wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so is there some type of process or framework or anything that you walk your, walk your clients through? I do. I do. So I take them through um, first discovering their niche, discovering the problem that they saw, um, helping them uh, define their ideal client beneath the traditional layer. Um, because I know that we're used to the demographics. I know that we're used to um, the geographics, the locations, and the, mm-hmm. the salary. But do we get into the psychographics? Do we get mm-hmm. to the psychology of our client? Do we get into the behaviors of, of our clients? So I do help them define their ideal client beneath traditional layers. And then I help them develop the message, helping them develop the message that serves, that sells, and that stands out. Whoa, hold on. Develop, y'all, wait a minute. See, she just be dropping these little nuggets and going fast and, like, looking like, wait a minute, LaToya, because my people, they know to have paper and pencil. They know to have paper and pencil. So you said, y'all know I got your back. I'm going to make her back it up and say what she said again, LaToya. Okay, so you said develop their message. Develop their message. Yeah, let's walk through this framework again. Take me back to the I'll slow it down. I'll slow it down. I can't help. Listen, when I get excited, I love talking about this, okay? So I've got to learn how to slow it down. I get it. So I go through different phases in my program. Um, discover the problem you saw. Mm-hmm. Define your ideal client beneath traditional layers. And then develop a message that serves, that sells, and that stands out. All right, y'all. Look, she said, serve, sales, and stand out. Did I get that right? Serve, you sales, did. stand out. Okay. And so when, so as you, you know, you say they come to you, they're kind of in this phase of being stuck and stagnant, which if you pay attention to what Toy said, she broke that down. Because sometimes you'll see people say, you know, are you stuck? Are you stagnant? No, I'm not stuck and I'm not stagnant. But then when you broke it down and you're like, you know, your message is not flowing. You don't know what to say to your people. Um, you know, you feel like God is saying, you know, God, like, maybe this ain't it. Like, she got very yeah. specific to what she meant when she said, because that's even a part of the messaging, too. And so, you know, so LaToya, they come to you. You know, and you're working with them on these pieces, you know, when it comes to, 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 to their niche and then being able to use that. Now, how does that parlate into them being able to generate more revenue? Well, because now you're being specific. So now mm-hmm. you're able to attract the client that is looking for you. Um, something that I talk about is the silent struggle, right? So you have certain clients 
who they're struggling with something in silence. We're embarrassed. We don't want to tell the world that we are struggling with this particular thing. So I'm not, my social media looks like I'm living fabulous, fun and fabulous. You'll never know, right? But the moment that you start speaking directly to that silent struggle, now the person needs you. The reason why it grows your revenue is because, again, we're talking about the ideal client. The ideal client gets on the call. They, they don't negotiate their prices. They bring results, and they close the service. So that's the client who's willing to pay you five, six thousand dollars for your program, hands down, because you've spoken to a silent struggle, a struggle that they probably wasn't even ready to address until you made note of it and then told them how they can overcome it or you know become better in that area, and that alone is what generates. Because the thing is, you're not looking for volume; you're looking for value, right? Mm. So. With, once you put your coaching prices or your services in general at a particular value, now I'm not exchanging the money for value. I'm exchanging the money for the experience. The value mm. is in the experience. So because people are looking for the experience, they're looking to transform. They're not looking for a moment change. They're looking for a mindset change. So it, this is what creates or attracts that client who will pay for it because they know that I can not only learn this now, but I can use this in 20, 30 years. I can share this with my children. This mm. is wow. Now, wait a minute, Latoya, because, see, we both, we, we move in the online space. And so you mean to tell me, Latoya, because I heard, you know, in the online space, if I'm a coach, I have to either be a sales coach or a business coach to make money. Isn't that true? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. So what kind of coaches do you work with? Oh, my gosh. I have, um, I've worked with relationship coaches. I have a self-care coach. I work with action coaches, transformation coaches, finance coaches. Listen, you name it, I probably have worked with that type of coach. And that's what makes the program so awesome because this is, I, who am I to tell you what God told you? If he, uh -oh. if he told you you was a wall paint chipper coach, then guess what? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. We're going to get you as a wall paint chipper coach. <laughs> she said you're going to be the best wall paint chipper coach there is. Listen, the best that anyone has ever heard of. And I think that's huge of what you said, Latoya, because once again, you know, being in this online space, it's some interesting, I'm going to use the word interesting, we just won't leave it like that. It's some interesting things that go on there, and I love what you just said. It's, okay, what did God tell you to do? And then we're going to run with that, not you trying to make them into something else, correct? Absolutely. And, and if I could just throw this in really quickly, even in coaching, it's so important for you to know your title. Your mm -hmm. title is a direct reflection of what you've experienced. That's what makes you the expert. So if you don't know what you, you know, what you bring to the table, if you don't know the problem that you solve, you're just giving yourself any old name because you're trying to fit the status quo, you're trying to be popular, you're trying to follow a trend, then you're not going to be effective. So you have to make sure that even as small as picking the title, the type of coach you are, remember the titling is just um, a description of what type of coach. It should speak directly to the problem that you solve as a coach. That's what's going to attract the ideal client. That's what's going to help you become um, successful in your coaching because now I'm being specific and now I'm doing this with a purpose. 
Hmm. I love that. And so, you know, I want to sit in that for a second. So when you say the title, um, so is there a formula to it? Or, you know, am I, am I a divorce coach or am I a love coach? Or am I, you know, how, how, what do I do to make sure my title is, is fine? Wait a minute, Nella, Toy. That's good. That's okay. So now you're getting into my courses
He won't. Mm. He, he doesn't. He doesn't care. <laughs> you know that you're doing amazing, when, or you're in the right place where you're supposed to be going. When the mental chatter and the assault become so huge that you 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 could you you feel like you can barely take them. That's mm. when you know it's right. So now yes. we're just gonna change our perspective. Let's look at them differently. Wow. Boom. And I think that's an amazing way to end this. And so, LaToya, I know people are like, okay, Bev, I need to find her. Who is she? What do I need to do? So, LaToya, please share with us your website, your email address, and your social media handles. I can. Thank you so much. Um, you can visit me at www.chasegreatenterprises.com. I can be reached via email at LaToya at ChaseGreatEnterprises.com. And then you can find me on all social media platforms, if those are too many letters for you to type, <laughs> at LaToya Early. <laughs> find me on awesome. any social media platform at LaToya Early. Awesome. I don't know about y'all, but I enjoyed this conversation. I, I, look, I enjoyed it. So, LaToya, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you. Thank you. You're welcome. And we will have more after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. Norma McClatchlin is a certified master coach and the CEO slash founder of Chosen Path Christian Coaching. The Free to Choose Forgiveness documentary has a call for forgiveness stories. If you have a story that will provide hope and freedom for those held in bondage of unforgiveness, we want to hear from you. Email your 10-minute high-quality video of you telling your story to firstladynorma at gmail.com. That's firstladynorma at gmail.com. Are you a woman who is ready to reclaim your she power so that you can become more bold, fierce, and free? Kimberly Brown, the worth specialist, can help you. My Power of Self program is designed to help individuals do just that. Rachel Christina's Christian coaching firm focuses on women who are looking to solidify their identity, unlock their purpose, and unleash their authority as a kingdom ambassador. The Lifestyle Cleanse program focuses on identifying toxic behaviors and thought processes hindering your growth. The program will plant new seeds of truth and promise from the Word of God. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash I am Rachel. Are you ready to become the extraordinary leader who fulfills God's plan and purpose for your life? At J.W. Smith, we offer a transformational virtual five-month Leading on Purpose coaching and development program. We can help you discover your purpose, turbocharge your influence, and enhance your leadership presence. To learn more, visit www.jwsmithassociates.com. That's www.jwsmithassociates.com. Hello and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Wathauer. And so we are now in the portion of the show that I call Beverly's Six-Figure Framework Tips of the Day. And so during this time, um, you know, I just provide you with tips and strategies and resources that I've used to create a six-figure business and that I've helped my clients, uh, that my clients have used to also do the same. And so this is just really a truly just a time for you to kind of, you know, especially because I specifically as a business strategist work with Christian female coaches who are looking to create financially successful businesses without compromising their Christian values. And so these are things and, and strategies are things that you can implement and 
you know, the goal is for you to hit your revenue goal. And like I said, being able to do that without getting into, um, you know, those things that contradict what it is that you believe, you know, as a, as a Christian coach. And um, this right here actually uh, we touched on this a little bit with, with the conversation with Latoya and this whole thing when it comes to fear. And so as an entrepreneur and specifically as a Christian entre entrepreneur, you know, we know that there's scripture out there that says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so we recite that and, you know, we're running around, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, you know, I got the, I got the power of Jesus and all this stuff, the Holy Spirit moving in me. But then there are actions and words that we speak that contradict that. And so I want to address some of those things, you know, where you're just like, either you're like, I am afraid and you actually admit it, or you're like, I'm not afraid, but then your actions, as I noted, contradict that. So we want to kind of highlight some of those things and then talk about what you can do to overcome those things so that it's not something that's hindering you in your business. And so these are a couple of things that, you know, I want you to, to really and truly ask yourself. So, you know, are you afraid or have you said this, you know, as we noted earlier, my services are for everyone. Once again, you know, if you are a, you know, say that you're, uh, you know, a hairstylist, well, everyone with hair, <laughs> I can serve them. Or if you are an author, as we noted, you know, if you can read my, my book, it's for you. Or, you know, if you have a clothing line, then everyone can wear this shirt. That type of thing. And then, you know, specifically as a coach, where everyone can use some love from 20 to 100, you know, you can get. And so when you find yourself saying those things, you need to check because nine times out of 10, no, 10 times out of 10, you are saying that out of fear. Now, whether or not you want to admit it, that is on you. But I am telling you <laughs> that is based in fear. And so what you don't want to do is operate in that fear. And so how Latoya so eloquently put it, when you actually do narrow down who you serve, it makes a huge difference. It actually makes your message clear. And so for me, I've shared before, like my journey, when I came into the entrepreneurial space, so um, let me rephrase that, when I came into the online space, I've been an entrepreneur since 2007. And so I've been in the online space as a business strategist for the past four years. And when I initially came into, and in between those two times, that, that 2007 and, you know, when I, when I specifically started saying a business strategist, I had also created, you know, this was business number four for me. And one thing that I noticed when I came into the online space, I was actually very purposeful with how I talked about who I served. Because as an entrepreneur, I had both products and I had a service-based businesses. So when I came into the online space, I said that I helped women to start their online businesses. And so I left it broad and open like that because I wanted to see that I want to work with people who had products. Or, just when they, or if they had services, because I had done both. I had been successful with both. But as time went on and I, you know, began to work more and more with these, with these women, then I realized that women that had service-based businesses, I was able to help them get the results the fastest. So then that's when I went through and I started saying coaches. So I narrowed down. And as a matter of fact, I said service-based. So I narrowed down from saying women who want to start an online business to those service-based entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs. And then from there, um, and even with that, if you notice, I keep saying female. 
And so, you know, even with that, I was very specific in saying female versus just saying, you know, I help, you know, entrepreneurs. And that is because I knew what my journey was like as a female entrepreneur. It looked different from a male's journey. So that's why I chose to do that. And you guys realize and remember that your ideal client is usually some former form of yourself. So keep that in mind. And so, you know, as I work even more with service-based women, I realized that coaches were the one that gravitated toward me. And once again, their results were even more accelerated. So then I narrowed down again, which was perfectly fine. And then I had one young lady I was working on with something, and she was like, well, then I had my first book, the first book that I had ever um, co-authored, so an anthology, it was based specifically, it's called Tying the Knot between ministry and the marketplace. So tie in the knot between ministry and the marketplace. And so she said, well, Beth, you know, you have this book, you know, you're part of this book, and it's geared toward, geared toward Christians, so, you know, why don't you say that you work Christian, you know, that you support Christian women? She said, the women that you supported, have they been Christian? I'm like, yes, they all have been Christian women. And so for there, from there, I narrowed it down even more to say specifically Christian female coaches. And when I did that, that's where my business hit six figures for the first time. And I'm like, whoa, okay, so let me keep going. And so that was year, the, the first time, the first year when I narrowed down. And then the second year, we just finished up, and the same thing, still hit six figures in my business. So once again, as Latoya noted, when you get specific, it does actually generate more revenue in your business because your message is very clear on who it is that you serve. So one, once again, if you are not committed to or, you know, committed to who you serve, then that's more than likely some fear and, you know, you're operating out of that space of fear. So you really and truly need to shift into who it is that you serve. The next thing that you want to check yourself on is pricing. So as a service-based entrepreneur, pricing is huge. And so if there are thoughts that you have where, okay, well, you know, my ideal client, you know, they can only afford X amount. Or, you know, I can't price my services at $10,000 because nobody will pay for it. Or, hey, Deb, you know, I can only have services for $97. Like, if you had any of those conversations like that, then there is some fear around pricing. And once again, you need to get to the root of that. What is going on? Why do you have that fear around, uh, you know, your pricing? And so that's going to help you because a lot of times when my clients will come to me and we're working on their pricing, you know, they'll say, I could, I promise you, if I had a penny for every time someone said, well, Ben, will someone pay, you know, $5,000 to work with me for three months as a coach? And I will say, hey, didn't you just pay more than that to work with me, <laughs> you know, as a coach? And, you know, you're not the only client that I've ever served. And then the same thing, have you ever been in a, in a program, a group program, were you the only one in there? No. You know, and those other people paid what you did. So, you know, you have to dig through and get to the root of when it comes to pricing, especially, you know, as a service-based business. And so I always, from time to time, in my Facebook group, I'll share stuff where, you know, it might be some, uh, some chocolate, and the chocolate is $300. Or there's some tea out there in China. That tea out there in China is $1,500. So sometimes I'll just share those things from time to time to put it into perspective. So if you, you know, as a service-based entrepreneur and what you do is, you know, changing lives and transforming lives and businesses, 
think about it. <laughs> and you're afraid to, to charge $1,500, but there's some tea out there that people pay $1,500 for. You see what I'm saying? Like It puts that stuff into perspective because I promise you, those people that are selling that tea for $1,500, those people that have that chocolate for $300, they're not checking for those people who are like, man, I'm not going to pay all that for some chocolate. I can go over to the grocery store and get some chocolate for a dollar. They're not checking for those people. Those people are not their ideal clients, and they're not going back and forth like, hmm, you know what? Maybe I should go ahead and have a cheaper version of this. No. They were like, it's $350 for this piece of chocolate. Do you want it? Yes or no? No? Okay, then next. And that's, this, that's the point in the perspective and the mindset that we need to have when it comes to your services. But the thing is, they know the value that they bring to the table. And that's where some of us really and truly trip up with that. So you need to be able to stand firm in the results and the transformations and the value, the customer service that you bring with your services. And so you won't trip anymore when it comes to those to your pricing. So always keep that in mind. So once again, if stuff comes up when it's time for you to price it, then you really and truly want to get to the heart of that. And then the next thing, once again, as an entrepreneur, you're like, well, Dad, I don't operate in fear. I'm just like, hey, I'm just telling you, I'm giving you these little scenarios and these exam examples. Do you see yourself in it? If the answer is yes, then there's some fear there. And once again, it's not anything wrong. Like when fear pops up, it's going to pop up. The thing is, and what I tell my clients all the time is, what do you do with that fear? So once again, when it comes to you narrowing your niche and you're like, well, hey, it's for everybody. Okay, so once you see the flaw in that thought process, now you have new information that your brain needs to now be able to interpret. What are you going to do with that? Will you continue to walk in what you were doing? Or now that you have new information, are you now looking to adjust? your thinking and your process. That is the question. And so now that you have that new information, now you can go through and make new and different decisions, period. So that's what you want to keep in mind with that. And so now the next thing that I, I want you to consider when it comes to um, this fear is when it comes to you actually selling your services. So it's one thing for us to really sit down and talk about, okay, who is it that you serve? What is the problem that you solve? Because we know as entrepreneurs, our goal is to solve a problem. And so it's another thing for us to be able to talk about your pricing. And so now we walk through, you know, your who it is that you serve. We walk through how to price that and put your, put your package or your service together. It's another thing for you to open your mouth and now tell people how you can serve them and actually offer a service. And that's key. So if there's some struggle, if there's some resist, resistance to you actually having conversations with people and actually telling them, hey, this is how I can support you. This is the offer that I have that I feel like will solve that problem. Not only that, but then say, and hey, I would love to hop on a call or hey, you know, the, 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 um, the investment for this is $5,000 and you be okay with that and you not flinch and you not, you know, have that resistance. So once again, you being able to have those conversations and letting people know that, hey, in order for you to get this, um, this result that you're looking for, this transformation that you're looking for, there is an investment of time, money, and energy in order for you to get the results that it is that you desire.
And so that's what it is that you want to ask yourself. And, you know, once again, if there's resistance that comes up with you selling and talking about what it is that you offer, then that is a fear thing. There's some fear there. And as I noted, we need to get to the root of that. What is it? Have you had an experience where, you know, you either, one, invested in something and you didn't get the results that you felt like you were supposed to get? Or two, did you feel like you were pushed into investing in something that may have been at a higher price point? And once again, you felt icky about the process that that person or the, the, the strategies that that person implemented and, you know, in order to get you into the program because that's going to impact what it is that you do. And even looking at yourself, are you trying to sell a $10,000 offer and you never invested $10,000, you know, in a program yourself? Like there's some issues there, there's a disconnect there. And so as long as that disconnect is there, then you're going to see that resistance to the selling. But once again, that resistance is rooted in fear. And so you have to address that. So all of those things are interconnected and interwoven with each other. And so as entrepreneurs, especially as a service-based entrepreneur, those are things that you have to ensure, you know, that you, that you address. And so, and that means also being okay with saying no to people. So, for instance, you know, if someone comes to me, you know, me, I'm a business strategist. That's what I do. I can help you get your coach. As a coach, if you there's you want to hit five figures a month in your business, come to me. But what I don't do is help you with your website. That is not my area. So, if someone comes to me when it comes to dealing with websites, I can't, I can't support you. I can't support you with that, but I can refer you to someone else. And so, or if someone comes to me and they're like, Beth, you know what, um, you know, I, I, I really and truly, I just need some support with how to, how to, you know, how to find my, my mate. That, that's not my area either. That's not my area. Once again, but I know some people that I can refer you to to help you with that. Well, hey, Bev, you know, my thing is, you know, I really need some support with the sales funnel. Although I am a business strategist, that's not my wheelhouse when it comes to things like a sales funnel, especially, um, you know, if you're looking for this elaborate sales funnel. My sales funnel are very simple and, once again, still have a six-figure business with a simple sales funnel. So that's not my area, but I know some people that are absolute beasts when it comes to creating sales funnels, and I can refer you to them. So that's the thing. Like, you have to be okay with turning people down, turning people away, and being okay with that. But if you're still coming from that space of trying to grab all the money you can from all the people that you can, as an entrepreneur, it will continue to bite you in the but <laughs> so that's what I have for you. So once again, just acknowledging that fear that you may be experiencing in your business, but then how you push through those things and being okay with pushing through those things. So that is my six-figure tip of the day. Once again, looking at your fear that pops up as an entrepreneur and then how you respond to it. Do you give into the fear or do you push through the fear so that you can create the, the business and the life that you desire? So once again, thank you so much for joining us. I am Beverly Wathauer. I am a business strategist for Christian Female Coaches. You can find out more about me on my website at www.beverlywathauer.com or you can email me at beverly at beverlywathauer.com or you can find me on all social media handles at you guessed it, Beverly Wathauer. Until next time, take care. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Business with Beverly. Join us again 